Welcome to the Improvising Life Podcast. This is Lloyd Crawford, your host. And we are going to hear birds attack each other and explore how life can be more livable by just having a moment where I acknowledge what felt like a very unlivable moment last week um, and sort of how I got through that. And I'm really curious after you hear this to have any feedback on whether like you've had any of these moments and whether you want to add anything to the conversation on how you navigate it and and make room and space for life to become more livable so a few days ago i was so excited to make some rice and beans for dinner you know as like the side dishes but for me more like the entrees i'm like a big side person so i could just live off the sides right so I'm making these beans and then I get like nap trap. So the baby's like sleeping on me. And so I ask my husband to add more liquid to the beans and he does, but he didn't hear the part where I also asked him to turn the temperature down. Um, and he also didn't add enough liquid, which like, again, I understand he's not a bean cooker. So he's like, did not know these things. And so for me trying to whisper, ask for help while baby's sleeping on me, the help was was offered you know and that happened right so he's out running errands or picking something up that he needed to get and so right as he's about to come in the house I start smelling something burning I'm like oh fuck you know the beans right and so he comes in I'm just like hey did you like turn that burner off or turn it down to low and he's like no I didn't was I supposed to I'm like yes but okay cool this is where we go right so the beans are burnt right and then baby wakes up a little bit later so I go and make the rice and I was like you know what she tried brown rice at this restaurant a couple weeks ago and liked it. I'm going to mix some brown rice with the white rice and cook that. Totally fucking forgetting. They have totally different cooking times and textures and all things. So, needless to say, I fucked up the rice horribly. I've never fucked up rice in my life like that. Ever. Because the white rice was, like, too cooked. The brown rice was still somehow undercooked. And even though I added, like, all the things to make it really flavorful, it just, like, was not. And it's just, like, sad. It was just sad, gloopy, gloopy sadness. And so... I fucked up all of dinner were the parts that like I was excited about right and I have this term that I call food travesties right and it is just something where it just feels so unforgivable about like when you just mess up food or like something that just doesn't work out the way you want it and I get like so let down when food travesties happen like so let down right and you know I'm just like oh my name is in lorries or in, in calories or calories right like I'm just so food centric and so food travesties just really can like derail and wreck my week so I was just so sad because all I wanted was rice and beans and what I messed up the most were the rice and beans right the meat that I cooked for my husband like that turned out just fine and uh, you know how he likes it and everything and so it was that moment where like I didn't feel like I had access to the meal that I wanted and so the rest of that evening really like just acknowledging how like unsatiated I felt and just like frustrated right so the next day then was like payday woohoo and like really unplannedly my husband and you know the baby and I we all found ourselves like going on this like grand date of food adventures like I mean places we hadn't eaten before hadn't been for a long time everything was like so good and then you know we get to the the one place where they have cinnamon rolls and cookie dough and like cookies um essentially like some baked goods that I can eat and our daughter with food allergies can eat and it's like pretty hard to find places that have things we can eat with our allergies and then don't taste like shit and so you happen to find one um and so we go and it's like do you have anything you're celebrating 
lately and I'm just like, well, yeah, I just launched the Shifter Society and I had two more people ask if they could join this week, even though doors closed and I like very happily welcome them because our calls haven't started yet. And so, yeah, I'm celebrating that. So he's like, okay, we'll get whatever you want. Man, this bitch here, I got like, <laughs> I was like, okay, this should be enough shit for the whole weekend. It lasted a day and a half. So that's like pretty good for me instead of three days, but we got a few things to try. I'm just like so excited. And we had a really great dinner in Mercury. Baby was just loving life, like hanging out at a restaurant, which she doesn't really get to go to often, um, you know. And so it was just a really great fucking day. I mean, like the exact opposite feeling of a food travesty day. And I was just like buzzing and high and giddy and like laughing at everything. I just felt so restored and replenished, right? And so I'm still reflecting on this, you know, that was two days ago of like how night and day sort of like 180 of a, a switch that felt like from one day to the next and so I got really curious and I'm asking myself okay so what really went into that experience of being able to feel like I had like a pick-me-up after feeling really let down and so this idea of looking at how to actually have those like perkier moments right or, or have a pick-me-up really after being let down and so the first part that came through that I want to share with you is really the acknowledgement that like allowing yourself to put words to and acknowledge and name how truly let down and disappointed you are. And with that comes holding the space for like, you probably have felt that type of letdown in the past and other people told you you weren't allowed to, right? And this is, has me like reflecting back to how I realized I hadn't really ever learned how to grieve anything growing up. I wasn't allowed to grieve because the things that I wanted to grieve were things that people told me were insignificant. And so that really got me fucked up, right? Because I didn't then have the processing skills of acknowledging like, oh shit, there are things that are really weighing on me that I need to grieve, right? So that first step and the first practice is really allowing yourself the space, the time, the words the frowny faces, the growling at yourself, the mirror, the whatever your process is to acknowledge that you are feeling let down. The second part is a part of a practice that I practice called an emotional staircase or the uh, emotional staircase because I also use emojis to convey this point, but acknowledging, okay, if I am feeling at a certain emotional state, what like emotion, emoji face or what emotional languaging when I put to describe where I feel, so I, you know, in this case, it was that feeling of letdown or really feeling of defeat where I was like, you know, nothing is going right right now. I had this idea to have this like beautiful dinner and those things weren't happening and I just was so excited, right? So letting those words come out and then asking myself, what would just like one step up from that be, right? So from feeling defeated, for me, what was one stair step above that was being really like aware right I know it's not an emotional word but I just felt like curious and aware because I was curious and like okay so what actually could have changed in the future oh if I didn't feel like I could speak loudly to convey something to my husband so would not wake up the baby then I could have like texted him right and but more clear on to add two cups of water to the beans not just one you know just being that curiosity so from defeat became this space of curiosity of well, what really happened in the situation and what could have shifted, right? So that's that second practice of being curious of like, instead of telling myself, oh, well, I had to snap out of it, just what might be the next, the next accessible step? And then the third part that really came through was, you know, when the next day started actually like feeling 
the energy switch, noticing that while my mind could have very easily said, oh no, we're sad about this, you have to still be upset about, you know, this letdown, noticing that as the day actually progressed and we were going out and trying, um, you know, the new food and everything was good and like all the surprises of, you know, essentially being like, you're on a shopping spree at a bakery, like I always want that, you know, like how exciting actually allowing myself to feel that my energy and my body and like my mannerisms and my personality really felt like that was having ease um you know coming to the surface and then allowing the perception and awareness of like how i was experiencing that follow suit right so really this is like as your body your energy is starting to shift just being able to notice like oh okay my thoughts might still want to go back to Oh, well, you're still, you should still be upset about yesterday. And noticing and having a way to check in and be like, well, actually, is that how my, I'm feeling emotionally or physically or spiritually, right? Or is this my brain just offering what was the most familiar, most sort of recent awareness or perception of how, you know, life was lifing? And, you know, being able to be like, oh, wait, no, I'm, like, literally, like, dancing in place. I'm so excited. I, like, I'm talking a mile a minute. I know I speak even faster than this, and I'm really excited. And, you know, like, noticing all of those things allowed me to say, oh, shit, I'm having a totally different day than yesterday. So I wanted to, like, share these things out as, like, and I guess we can try to sum it up for some point of, like, being concise or clear. Like, three ways, three pick-me-ups after feeling let down. Or something like that. You know, of course, I had a really cute title written out, but I forgot it since I pressed record. But, you know, looking at that as, like, first actually allowing yourself to, like, name, acknowledge, and, like, honor that you're feeling a letdown, that the letdown has happened. Secondly, being really curious um, and just asking yourself, if I'm being kind to myself and, you know, I'm not going to then expect myself to, quote, snap out of it, what might just be the very next experience right after this what's that next stair step that I might be able to access as the the letdown is sort of like settling and and I'm being able to process that and then thirdly noticing and then creating room like for the pause to notice when your energy is starting to shift when that sort of doom cloud is dissipating Um, and also perhaps this is like noticing what things around you are providing that shift and how you're doing in that moment. So for me, it was noticing that my husband, you know, actually found a place online that we didn't heard of and shared that with me. You know, he went out of his way to be like, oh, you and Mercury can eat, you know, these foods. We should go and try this out, right? So it was this feeling of being taken care of. And then also seeing that, you know, we were able to challenge, you know, the, the sort of, as the train goes by, but like challenge the, the very like stuck in routine homebody part of our day that can happen easily where we were out and about and we were about to get food to go and then we're like oh wait no the restaurant is like fully open and there's space for us and we don't have to be crowded with other people we could actually eat here in a restaurant which we don't do often and how that contributes to having this really exciting playful day because you know again we were just following what felt good at the moment and Acknowledging, like, yes, brain, you might say, oh, you always get food to go, or, oh, you're still supposed to be sad about your burnt ass beans and rice yesterday. And, like, just having access to choices that we actually want to make. So at the end of the day, that's, like, one of the golden sort of threads or linings of how life can be more livable, and that's the ability to have access to choices that you want to make. 
So, and sharing all of that too, you know, if that practice of the emotional staircase or your emotional staircase is intriguing to you, or you're like, oh shit, you know what? I'm realizing now that I have some things that are feeling like longer term letdowns, and I'm curious on how I can sit and shift that, sit with and shift that. I would love to invite you to join the Shifter Society. Yes, technically the doors are closed, right? But that was just because I am not a marketing engine. I was not going to just chugga, chugga, chugga along and promote it forever. So um, our first call isn't for another about two weeks because uh, the current enrollees actually were all on vacations or trips in this next week or two. So that was like great. Love that for them. Um, and so there is time before we would start our first call. So it feels okay to still be growing out the cohort because we haven't interacted with each other as a whole group yet. So if you are curious about that and you aren't aware, the Shit Shifter Society is our monthly membership. And so beyond getting, you know, the logistics of like co- uh, course modules each month and having a group coaching and community calls and being able to receive some like sort of inside scoop things and like having access to to offerings and products first really what it is is helping support intergenerational cycle breakers actually be able to have more ease joy and connection in their day by receiving the support and tools to actually shift those cycles and be able to acknowledge you know that you're carrying such a heavy load and deciding to disrupt those cycles of like essentially how adulting was presented to you and being able to do that in a community and with support so that way you're actually feeling like there's room to be your full ass self and that that actually is the key or what drives your ability to more sustainably make these shifts and changes and really like celebrate yourself along the way so that will be open um for up into i'd say the the first call in about a week or two from when this is airing so if you have any questions at all i will gladly um, connect with you you know instagram email whatever the things are they'll all be in the show notes and also the link is in my bio for Shifter society um bio on instagram i guess i should be specific but i just got back to the jeep after walking by the water so i'm going to head back home so i really appreciate you joining me here and this was thoughts on three ways to have pick-me-ups after you feel let down or something like that whatever the clean polished cute title is will be what the title is on here and then we can all just have a moment of reflecting to ourselves like hmm how close did Lloyd's memory get it or not and then move the fuck on with our day so as always have a razzle dazzle day and if that's not accessible you can put an f on front and have a razzle dazzle day 